Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Injuries uh, early on, um, you know, that's it's not, not acceptable to make an excuse, but we had injuries and, uh, you know, so we had, didn't have the continuity we wanted during training camp because of those injuries. And I think you know, after the, you know, the third, you know, the fourth game, I think it kind of, we got healthy and the guys started playing together, um, you know, had some continuity there. And, you know, you can feel it, you know, as the guys, the momentum keeps growing and growing with those guys and, and uh, they certainly are exciting to watch. It's Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. It is a Plumbers 911 Football Monday on a Tuesday presented by Busey Bank and It's Not a Game, Illinois.com. Gabe Ramirez here on 670 to score, taking your phone calls, hanging out with you till 5 a.m. That's when Dustin Rhodes takes over for the pregame show. And then uh, he'll lead you right into Mullion Hall. Uh, and they got some great guests, man. Olin Krutz, who just finished the pregame show at midnight, is going to jump back on at 7. Dave wants that coach. Jumping on at 7.25, 8 a.m., DJ Moore. What an hour. Uh, 8 a.m., DJ Moore, and then Brad Biggs jumps on at 9. Then Bernstein and Holmes. They got Jaquan Brisker, 10.30. If you're going to sleep right now, that'll probably be when you wake up, so make sure you're listening to that. Anthony Heron, Tim Jenkins jumping on at 12 and 1, and then Parkinson Spiegel. Got Kurt Warner at 2.40, Peter King, 3.30. Mark Grody at 4, and then Jalen Johnson, uh, we'll circle back with the guys at 5 p.m. What a day uh, we have in store for you here on 670. So make sure you hang out with us, all right, uh, whether it's on the radio or if it's uh, on the Odyssey app. Let's go back out to the phone lines, though. 312-644-6767. Let's go to John out in Las Vegas. John, talk to me, man. Talk Hi, to me about Dave. this Bears team. Dave, let me, let's stop the nonsense, Dave. All right, first of all, I live in Las Vegas. Wait, who's who's Dave? Raised... Wait, who's Dave? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I was talking to Dave. I'm sorry no, about that. Gabe. Um, Gabe, Gabe. I was born and raised in Chicago, so I'm a lifelong Bear fan. Let's stop the nonsense, guys, all right? You ask a question. Do I feel confident about the way these, the, the direction these Bears are going? 100%. Absolutely not. I do not uh, feel good about the way this direction is going for the simple reason, Eberflus. He is maybe, if not the worst coach, but in the top three of the worst coaches that the Bears have ever had. 
Now, we we don't know how good a quarterback uh, Justin Fields is because of the coaching. The entire coaching staff has got to go. Guys, we all know what the answer is. That coach has got to go. The whole coaching staff has got to go. Somebody has got to work with Justin Fields, who knows how to work with a court, with a quarterback. And we know what that answer is. That answer is Jim Harbaugh. We need a quarterback coach. And we don't know how. It, it, can, let's be real. Can Justin Fields bring us to the Super, Super Bowl and win it? And win it? Absolutely not. Not with this coaching organization. They're terrible. They don't know how to call plays. And how the heck do you win a football game and never score a touchdown? (laughs) Do you think you could do that against Dallas? Can you do that against Philadelphia? Can you do that against uh, San Fran? Absolutely not. How do you win a game and not score a touchdown? So this coaching staff has got to go and we got to have somebody work with Justin Fields because we don't know how good. All right, John, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this because, you know, we're, we're in the solution business here, right? I mean, we know the problems yes. that you feel. Like, we're in the solution. So you, we, you talked about who has to go. How about let me just, you know, make you smile a little bit. Why don't you tell me who has to stay? Sure. Who has to stay, you know? Out of the players. Out of maybe the front office, like who 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 makes you feel good, you know? All right, the front office does not make me feel good at all. <laughs> I said we're gonna at go all. positive, John. We're gonna go positive I here. Then, I then, can't go positive. So what you about the why? players? What about the you players? Know? No, 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 no. I, I need, right. I need. You're bringing me down, John. You're bringing me down. I need to, I need to go up okay. a little bit. Okay. Take, take me on a okay. roller coaster ride well, at least. You know what? You know what? In order for the Bears to get better, they have to get worse. All right, how about DJ Moore? Right. You like DJ Moore? Yes. Oh, uh, fantastic. There we fantastic. go. There we go. Yes. I like but it now. now, can can Justin Fields throw the ball 30, 40, <laughs> 50 yards? We don't know. Because Everflus doesn't have that play it is on his board. We don't know what Justin Fields can do. We need a quarterback coach. And that answer is Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, I would love and Jim Harbaugh, he John. Knows, he, pardon me? I said I would love Jim Harbaugh because I, I know he'll play for the jersey, you know? Like, he, he'll love yeah. to make the Bears a he winner. Knows, the same way he made Michigan a winner. Bears organization, all right? And he's a quarterback coach. True. I, uh, this is my own, my own opinion. I do not like a defensive coordinator being a head coach. I just, I'm sorry, but there are. D'Amico Ryan is doing a really good job in Houston. Just want to put that out there. Our team, we don't know how good they are because they are badly coached. Now, how they might be a better team with better coaching. So that's, that's, that's that's what's keeping me. Jim Harbaugh. Jim, Jim Harbaugh seems to be the answer uh, for you, John, and I totally understand that. Thanks for the call. I get it. 
I would love Jim Harbaugh to be the coach of the Chicago Bears, too. I mean, let's be very clear. Jim Harbaugh, the coach for the Bears? Yes. You want to know why? For the same reason why I wanted Ozzie to come back and be the coach of the White Sox. Because Ozzie Ginn wasn't going to allow any of those players to not be the best version of themselves. And that's what I think about Jim Harbaugh, where he will not allow Justin Fields to not be the best version of himself. You just won't allow it. He'll get it out of everybody. And then we'll get, to everyone's liking, a proper assessment of Justin Fields because apparently everything has to be perfect. I need an all-pro line. We've heard that. We need an all-pro line to evaluate Justin Fields. Uh. You know, and so, and we need a core offensive minded coach. Gotta have Jim Harbaugh. Gotta have all pro. Like, then we can tell you whether or not Justin Fields is the man before you go spending a pick on there. But hey, I get it. Solutions, not problems, right? What are your solutions? 312 644 6767. We're my Bears fans from across the country. I love hearing you guys call in from uh, on the Odyssey app. Let's go to. Mark out in Richmond. Mark, talk to me about this game, man. It was ugly for sure, right? Good morning. Yeah, it was severely ugly. But if you were a Minnesota fan, you got a lot of you got a lot of promo time because all you saw was the Viking in the middle of the field. If it went from thirty to thirty, it would have been a high scoring game like there was no tomorrow. That's great. They played a lot of good arena football, I'll tell you that much. It was a lot of good plays. Both sides made decent plays. But, I mean, if you want to say positive, uh, I think Matt Everflus needs to go back onto the defensive side. Yeah. Ever since the last three weeks or four weeks, he's done he's done amazing work with, that, uh, with our defense. Montez Sweat, I didn't like giving up the draft pick for him, but he is a good player. And we did get the signing, so that is a plus. He is making Edwards a lot better. He's giving him a lot more help. Billings is getting help now on the defensive line, being able to get in. And our backfield is starting to get interceptions. They're starting to to be able to stay with the receivers because we're getting a little pressure up there. And that's all on our GM. Yeah, I mean, putting things together. I mean, Mark, Mark, you heard Ryan Poles on many of occasions say, uh, you know, if my defense is better, then Justin Fields is better. And we see that, right? You know, creating turnovers, you know, putting them in a position to really create some separation. Unfortunately, he didn't do it, right? It was, it was unfortunate to go in the half. How were you feeling at the half when it was 3-3 and you had, you know, as a fan, you, you and your team had two interceptions? I turned it off because the oh, offense, man. we brought in Luke Getzky to move the ball more down the field when Aaron Rodgers did that. And he has not been able to do that. And we've got a really good number one receiver. And in my point of view, we're not letting him get open. He's not coming back to the ball. Something is not going on right where we can't get that man down the field. Yeah, not to make I, the catches. We and we need that to happen most certainly. Thanks for the call, Mark. And you do bring up some great points, right? I mean, Montez Sweat, I was on board from the beginning. I mean, just because you got to spend the money, 
You need an anchor. Montez Sweat is going to be better than any in the present, which is what you need. You need somebody good right now, right? You don't need somebody. You don't need. I don't need to develop anybody. Give me somebody that's already developed, and put them on the defense. And that's exactly what they did with Montez Sweat. So I love and the fact that they were able to sign him. To go back to Eberflus for a second, I mean, we love what he's done on defense, but you have to also credit him for being able to juggle calling the defense and coaching, right? Being the head coach. And I think that that's something that not a lot of people are talking about where, you know, it's like, damn, let's not forget his time is split. Somebody, somebody got the ax and he had to pick up the slack. We've all been there in our jobs a time or two, right? Where someone gets fired and you got to pick it up until they get somebody. Ooh, that sucks. Uh, but you still keep your head above water and you do both of those jobs because you know that's what you have to do. It's Gabe Ramirez. 670 to score. Bears defeat the uh, Minnesota Vikings 12 to 10. Decent game from Justin Fields. I mean, you know, even if you include the turnovers, right? If we're gonna if we're gonna say that, you know, Josh Allen and and others who have had turnovers, you know, can still have decent games, I guess. You know, Chicago decent, you could say that about Justin Fields. Uh, but what do you think? Taking your calls right now uh on a plumbers 911 football Monday on a Tuesday. Let's go to JR. JR, so what do you think about the Chicago Bears and, and after last night's uh, victory? <laughs> well, Gabe, you know I called the other night, and you asked me who I thought was going to win. I told you Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I do <laughs> so remember that. I was wrong. <laughs> I admit it. I admit it. <laughs> but, but, know, but, but barely. You're barely. You're barely wrong. You know. Literally. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Barely. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, what do you think about the game, though? Uh, they won by the skin of their teeth, you know. Um, I, in terms of Justin, I've seen that movie before. I lived in Atlanta, and they drafted that. And when I got down there, Steve Barkowski was the the the, the quarterback, big time quarterback, and then they drafted a guy. And he came in, and they gave him a couple of years, and then they traded him. And they traded him to my arch nemesis. The Packers. <laughs> I hated it. And then the rest is NFL history, and they made him into a Hall of Famer. I hated it. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what the trajectory for Justin is and just if they lead if they let go of Justin, watch what happens. Okay. Hold All right. On, He's gonna on. go to the Hall of Fame. Stop it. But, That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. That's and ridiculous. It will hurt it will hurt our it would hurt. It would hurt. Fans. It would hurt, but the probability of that happening like can it happen? Sure. Fine. I'll give you that. But not like hey, not like forty percent. He's only twenty five years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you just you just you just likened him to Brett Favre, bro. Like that's like that's I like, am saying that he has he has ability. Okay? It just hasn't been tapped. Okay? Talk to me more about that. Okay, cuz we've been yeah, getting a lot of calls yeah, on. No, 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 JR, hold on. Let me cuz I want to live there for a second. Cuz a lot of people have been calling in and they're like, "Yo, this is what it is. You know, he, he don't got this, he don't got that." He don't got, like talk to me about what else needs to happen, right? Or what is a Paint the perfect scenario for Justin Fields for me. Do that for me, Jared. It's simple. 
he needs players around him. What does that mean, players? What does that mean? There's, there's well, okay. uh, 10 I other – Right. I, and from my perspective, the Bears need three players at the draft. They need a solid defensive tackle because that, that. How, what does that defensive tackle truth. has to do with Justin Fields? Wait a minute. I'm okay, going to okay. get to my it. My bad. You're right. You're the, right. The, that is the true identity of the Bears. We maul other teams. We have, look, they won a championship 73 to nothing. That's defense. That's like letting the, letting the offense know we're dominating you from start to finish. So, Justin, I mean, to make Justin better, yeah, he needs a wide receiver to balance the, the, the what D.J. Moore is doing on one side of the field. Good question. A good person would be Marvin Harrison, a junior. Another good player would be uh, Keon Coleman from Florida State. They're just they're mirror images of one another. Six foot four, wide receiver, fleet, big, present themselves on the field. Okay, so wide receiver, and, what else? What else? Because I want to know. I want to know the perfect scenario for Justin Fields in order for him to ha- untap the talent, right? Okay. So that so we throw. Also, so we'll throw another you know we had, uh, wide receiver we there. Con- we had another. We had the, the previous conversation. I called you. I said they they got to draft another quarterback. He can't go. Justin got hurt and missed a whole month of the season. A whole month. Then you might as well say that they just gave up on it. And it's, and yeah. it's so bad in the in the league, there are only five, play, five quarterbacks that haven't been hurt. Just five out of 32. We need another quarterback. We can't have a, 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 a Tyson Bajan be our second string quarterback. I I hear you, Jr. Man, thanks thanks for the call. I appreciate it. I I um I'm not sure you answered my question about you know what is needed for 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 Justin Fields to be there, but I I I, I do understand that there is there's a void in in multiple areas, right? Wide receiver, got to get him that. Like, I'm trying, I'm trying to think, right? Because, like, there have been several calls that have said, hey, man, like, he he can be great. There's untapped potential there. And I think that I've tried to just see, like, natural growth in Justin Fields, right? Just, just but there seems to have been and is a plateau of performance. And, even despite bad coaching, you would still think that there could be some blip that would make you think like, okay, well, he's gotten better at other things. And so now that I've seen him get better, like significantly better, then I can, you know, bank on there being coaching that could then take him to the next level. And the thing that I struggle with a lot, and please feel free to call and help me with this, is that I tend to think that even if you were to hold true for those things, give Justin Fields an offensive-minded head coach, give Justin Fields another offensive lineman, give Justin Fields another wide receiver. I mean, I still tend to think that he'd still be the same Justin Fields that we have here. Would there be a higher output? Well, yeah, sure, because he has a better offensive line and has another wide receiver, and but it won't be exponentially better. 
which is what you would really be hoping for, right? You you would not want the same Justin Fields with like marginally better statistics because he has a better offensive lineman and a better wide receiver. I hope that's not what you want, right? When you say untapped potential, I'm I'm thinking again exponential growth, not just a little bit better. And I struggle with that. I struggle with trying to envision that reality where Justin Fields just is like going crazy. <laughs> you know, I just, I, it's hard for me to see that. But I, I'm here for it. I'm here for the next five games. I've said it several times. I'm here for him starting next season. And But having one of these young rookie quarterbacks, you know, learn behind him. That's just, at that point, he'll be four years in the league, whatever it is. And and he he, he knows what to do and what not to do. And so the, the rookie can learn from him for a year. I don't know. That's just my, my opinion. But what do you think? 312-644-6767. It's Gabe Ramirez here on a Plumbers 911 Football Monday taking your phone calls uh, until 5 o'clock. And right now we're talking to Pat. Pat, the Bears got to get better, and one way they can do it certainly is in the NFL draft. Hey, well, good morning, Gabe. Yeah, so um, I'm calling in with the uh, uh, Packers uh, as a Packer fan, and um, usually I'm not a fan of watching the Bears win, but – Tonight I was, man. That Vikings loss is huge for uh, Green Bay and the wild card. But in terms of the Bears with Justin Fields and all that, um, yeah, I think Bears fans and more importantly the front office, they're in a in a tough spot now because you kind of hit on it a little a uh, minute ago. I, I don't know if Justin Fields would be the same better offensive line. They need a better offensive line, and part of me would say, those two top five picks, you go out and you get the two best offensive linemen in the country, the one guy from Penn State, and then I don't know um, who the second best guy would be. But either way, you go and get the two best linemen in, in the country and, and, and roll with that. But he, he's got some flaws that are creeping their head around and have not gone away. Like the, the fumbles are bad. Bad. Uh, um, the, the bad. And and that's not going away. He has not gotten better at that. And he fumbles. It bad. seems like at just the worst times ever. Like they're, they are not good. He is, he, he's got a bad, a bad fumbling problem. He does. I, I don't know if you can fix that, but, but part of that is coaching too. Like what I want to hit on real quick is like, your fan, like, you know, they're, they, really good job uh, with their offensive line. You know, some of the guys they've drafted, you know, like David Bakhtiari, back, uh, Brian Bulaga back in the day, like like these weren't the best offensive linemen in the country. I mean, Bakhtiari was a fourth-round pick, but they just did a really good job of develop, developing players. Like, Bears need to do a better job of developing these guys. Like, and I don't know if Fields is too far gone with the staff that he's had with developing him. He They might have oh. and, like, he might be – too far gone like to reel it back in but you need to get a coach in there that can maybe fix some of his problems i i, I don't know but they're in a tough spot because I mean, I mean real quick you go with you know you get the top five two top five picks and you go with marvin harrison and caleb williams okay i mean who's not to say that the bears are in the same exact spot that they're in two years from now with a guy that you know looks a little fluttery in, in the pocket and doesn't have time and you know, and, and all that. You know, I I don't know if Fields is the guy yet. He he looks awesome at times, and then he looks absolutely brutal at times. Like, it, so I I don't know. Yeah, I think the difference with those two situations, Pat, is that you know 
one guy, and I, I want to be very clear up front, not that I'm, I don't necessarily think uh, it should be a Chicago Bear, but you have one guy who is the consensus number one pick, right, or at one point was during the season in Caleb Williams. And then you have another guy in, in Justin Fields who several teams passed up on, right? And so I think that when you're talking about what has a higher percentage of hitting, right, on being a successful quarterback, not that they can't be, right, but what has a higher probability, and that is a Caleb Williams or a Drake May over a Justin Fields. And I think, you know, that's where most people are sitting and taking that. I wouldn't take up Marvin Harrison because I would have to fix it. You got to address the offensive line, right? You have to. You you have to get better at the offensive line position, drafting a center in the, you know, in the later rounds and then taking, you know, some sort of left tackle of the future where you can move Braxton Jones over to maybe – left guard, and then you don't have to worry about Nate Davis. Tevin Jenkins slides into that right guard position right next to Darnell yep. Wright. That solidifies your right side. The left side looked good at that point. And then you got a you know a, a true center that can fill in for Lucas Patrick, who was getting run over all day yesterday, right? So if you can yeah. do – you got to do that. And then, again, I'm okay with sure. Justin Fields still being there and, and playing out his, his last season while you have Caleb Williams or Drake Mayer, whoever the hell it is, Michael Penn, whoever, any of those guys, right. a young quarterback, let's call him that, you know, behind Justin yeah. Fields. And then now look how good your team looks. It looks better, right? And that's the key component there, right? You're, you're looking better. You've got your offensive lineman. You spend your second and third round picks on the defense. And then you keep – and then you get depth from there via free agency in, in the latter uh, stages of the yep. draft. So, I mean, they're in a good position, right? And then they can be the – they can leapfrog the Green Bay Packers, buddy. I don't, don't think I'm not going to circle back on that. Pat, stealing time <laughs> in the beginning to show your team some love, which I'm okay with. But you guys got a tough schedule ahead of you. You guys got Kansas City still, but, you know. Yeah, yep, but, yeah. But a couple Kansas below City, 500 teams. A couple below 500 teams. Yeah. The problem with the Packers, and, and this is just a, 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 a totally objective opinion, is just that they, 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 they lack consistency. Right, and I think that's the biggest issue you guys have been For sure. forced with all season. Where you know you have a good game against D- Detroit, you know what I'm saying, but then you you lose against Denver and the Raiders and right. stuff like that. Right, so I mean, and and, and the Falcons. So you, you know you might have a flub in the middle somewhere. You're gonna lose the KC. You know you hope whoa. Tommy. Whoa, right, whoa, 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 uh, whoa. Well, I'm gonna chime in there just real quick, man. I mean, they've been a lot better over the last three weeks. They beat. Chargers, that's not a great win. So wait, but you, they beat the Chargers. But do you think they're going to win? Really good the last three weeks. Okay, but do you think they're going to win? I think they have. I think they have a chance. I, I think they have. A Everybody has a chance. chance. I right, mean, KC hasn't. Has you know, my boss man. tells me, Pat. You know, my boss tells me we're in what? the opinion business, Papa. We don't fly the fence, right? So, <laughs> do you think you're going to win or nah? Yeah. 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 Okay. There we go. Let's go. I like it. There we go. I'm not mad at that. Pat, I appreciate the phone call, man. And you know what? I do Uh, hope you guys make the playoffs because then that means you're further away from a top draft pick. That'd be great. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Take it easy, Pat. Man, I'll talk to you soon. All right. uh, It's Gabe Ramirez here on 670 to score. That's why I said when the Packers win, I'm like, you think I care about the Packers going to the playoffs this year? I can't believe you told a Packers fan you, you hope he makes the playoffs. Yeah, I hope We're supposed do. to hate the Packers. I'm a Lions fan, you're a Bears fan. We, that's I, the one team we hate. And that's the, good, that's the thing about it. They are going nowhere. It is fool's gold. Any, look, the, the, the games they have left, the Giants 4-8, Tampa Bay 4-7, Carolina 1-10, Minnesota no Kirk Cousins anymore, and then the Bears. Like That's a pretty easy schedule to, to finish your year off. So they most certainly can make the playoffs. But my thing is, 
what once was a what is this three and five record, right? And they had a good draft pick right right there with the Bears. Now they're far away from that, right? Now they're picking twentieth now, right? Ninth, eighteenth to twenty three. Good, get out of here. Take a backup linebacker, please. Again, they ruined my Thanksgiving, so I'll never I'll never like the Packers ever. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure and you with your family in Detroit that didn't taste uh Yeah, but taste good. But like I, I hear all this like you want to draft Justin Fields or you wanna you wanna get rid of Justin Fields and draft a new quarterback. No, I want to keep Justin Fields for one year and still draft okay, a quarterback. Exactly. Okay, so yeah. let's say everybody who's been calling in is saying like if Justin Fields had this or this or this, he'd yeah. max his potential. Okay, let's say you find a way to draft Marvin Harrison or a top lineman sure. or and you get Drake May, Caleb Williams, blah, blah, blah. And let's say you have Justin Fields go out there, and he has that piece that he finally needs. Wait, wait, wait! Did you did wait? Because you skip past that too quickly. Did you get Marvin Harrison or an offensive lineman? Let's say that's you a big got Marvin Harrison. Okay, so Marvin Harrison and Caleb Williams. Yes. Okay. Correct. Which would be a miracle for the Bears. That'd be amazing. That'd be wild. But let's say Justin Fields balls out, and the Bears would go four and zero, and Justin Fields prove he's the guy. Now you got Caleb Williams to finish the season or start the season. To start the season. Okay. What are you going to do with Caleb Williams now? Because you're not going to trade him to get that first round like number one overall pick capital yeah. anymore. No, 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 for sure. But like like that's where it's like if Justin Fields is that person with the talent and you draft a quarterback, I feel like you're wasting that quarterback. Yeah, here's here's the thing with that, Robbie, is it's all about the contingency plan. Right? Do you want Justin Fields to be successful? Yes. But what a good organization does is puts them put themselves in a position to where if that does not work out, I have Caleb Williams. As opposed to if that does not work out, which is a very high probability, I have nothing. I have, I have a, I have, I have Bo Nix. Right. It's a very good problem to have, but then it feels like you just wasted an opportunity to totally bolster, bolster your roster. Well, that's why I would have gotten the offensive lineman instead of Marvin Harrison Jr. with that pick. Right. That's why that I said that was important to tell me which one of the two it was because if it's an offensive lineman in Caleb Williams, my team's better anyway. My team's better. And I'm going to get some sort of asset in return for Caleb Williams. That's not that's not a sunk cost. I get something. It is kind of return. a sunk cost. No, he's not going to get a Trey Lance return. But you're not getting a first round pick for Caleb Williams. You're crazy. But if he's not good enough to start over Justin Fields, that it's lowers not, his stock. No, absolutely not. A hundred percent. You okay? Are people on the fence right now about whether or not Justin Fields can bring back a first round pick? Yes. Hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that's not Caleb Williams. So Caleb Williams, if, they, if they're on the fence about Justin Fields, if it's, it's on the fence between first and second with Justin Fields, with an untapped Caleb Williams, it is most certainly going to be a first. But you pick. don't think Justin Fields is a top 10 quarterback. Don't. And if you're saying the number one overall pick can't beat this top 10 quarterback, that's going to lower his draft stock. Okay. I'm glad you said that because the answer to that is in the present. Right? My, my job is to evaluate what I see in the present up until this point. And I don't think he will be that. And then when you ask me, do I think he'll be there in the future, the answer is no. But up until this point, he's not. And then what do I say? I hope he proves me wrong. I'd love for him to do that. And then if he does, you still got Caleb Williams there that you get yourself a first-round pick for. All right. Uh, We're going to get an opportunity here from Coach Eberflus on the other side. What did he have to say after the Bears' victory? We'll get a chance to hear it right here on 670 The Score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Of course. I mean, as a team, you know, we haven't let, you know, our record define who we are. We know who we are as a team. You know, we know what we're capable of. And it's really just going out there and doing it. Going out there, executing and finishing the way we know how, the way we did tonight. And um, really just cleaning up the mistakes because, you know, if you clean up my two fumbles, we're probably not even in that situation. So, um, you know, just, again, you know, props to the, all the guys, coaches, teammates, and you know, sticking their head down and finishing. It's Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. That was Justin Fields talking to the media after the victory. Bears take down the Minnesota Vikings 12-10. to And we got some uh, Eberflus coming up in just a second right here on 670 The Score. Uh, we got a great day lined up for you. Uh, if you have not heard, it's a Plumbers 911 Football Monday on a Tuesday presented by Busey Bank, and it's not a game, Illinois.com. Uh, I'm going to be hanging out with you for about an hour and a half more. Uh, Dustin Rhodes is going to jump on at 5 for the pregame show, and then Mully and Haw are going to come on after that. They got some really good guests for you. Olin Krutz at 7, Dave Wanstead at 7.25, DJ Moore at 8 o'clock, and then Brad Biggs jumps on at 9 a.m. And uh, if you're going to be around a little bit later, Bernstein and Holmes, they got some great guests as well. 10.30 a.m., Jaquan Brisker jumps on. Anthony Heron comes on and hangs out at 12, then Tim Jenkins at 1, and then Parkinson Spiegel. Uh, this is probably when I'll be tuning in, probably waking up a little, a little bit later. Uh, Kurt Warner at 2.40. Peter King at 3.30. Yes, that Peter King. Mark Grody jumps on at 4. And then Jalen Johnson comes and hangs on with the guy, hangs out with the guys at 5 p.m. Make sure you're here for that, all right? Uh, but taking phone calls, still taking a listen to what you guys got to say, man. 312-644-6767. Let's go out to the phones. Mike. What's going on, man? Talk to me. Hey, good morning. Uh, I just wanted to say, you know, um, I, I I know everybody wants Caleb Williams, okay? Um, 
He's a he's a great talent, but I think he's a, a selfish guy. I mean, he's already said what he wants to where he wants to go in the draft, you know. And I, I was looking at other guys like uh, Bo Nix because he had the same uh, path basically as Jalen Hurts, and um, I think he, you know, him, Michael Penix Jr., Joe Milton. There's a bunch of quarterbacks out there, and I don't think the Bears need that kind of quarterback. I think they need a better offensive line. And I think they need um, a good quarterback, you know, and, and a great running game because it'll set up their defense better. I don't know what you guys think. I just want to know what you guys thought about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Mike. I think, you know, obviously Caleb Williams, you know, people have been feeling differently about him because of his rocky year that he's had, right? And that's what happens when you're touted as the number one quarterback and, you know, you have a target on your back. Defenses are playing harder. Coaches want to win against you. You know, everyone wants to play their best against Caleb Williams, and and he he had an opportunity to taste that for the very first time. And so, you know, I, you can't take you can't say that all of a sudden then therefore he's going to have like a terrible career, you know, as a as a as an NFL quarterback, right? So, I mean, it's tough. There there are other other people out there, and I think that you know when you look at a guy like you know Jalen Milrow from Alabama, right? I mean, that play he had, you know, to win the game on that fourth down throw, it was just incredible. And he he's talking about give me the Heisman, right, because he's playing so well. Um, you know, when you're looking at, you know, Michael Penix Jr., who I really like, you know, he's but he's been in the league for a while because of some injuries. So, you know, you're not certain how that's going to play out. Not a fan of J.J. McCarthy. Not a fan of Bo Nix. A lot of the reasons for uh, the same reasons that I mentioned about Michael Penix Jr. And then, you know, Jaden Daniels is there, Caleb Williams. Drake May, I mean, there are quarterbacks out there. It's just a matter of, you know, doing your due diligence, finding out who you feel like, you know, best. The problem is you're going to have the number one pick, Mike. You see what I'm saying? So it's like it's so tough if you think it's Drake May or you think it's Michael, whoever the hell you think it is, right? That's not Caleb Williams. To go against the grain so hard and not pick Caleb Williams, that's going to be the difficult part for the Chicago Bears if they end up in that number one spot. But – you sound like you you sound like you don't even want to take a quarterback right there. Yeah, I, I I you know, I I don't like Justin Fields, okay? I mean I never I never wanted Justin Fields. I was way ahead of that. I, I wanted, you know, I'm not gonna sit there and say that I, I, I knew it was gonna be um uh the kid in Kansas City. You know, what I mean I, I, I was looking at uh Deshaun Watson, you know what I mean? And only because I watch a lot of SEC football and he played against Alabama twice in a row, you know, and, and he fared well both times, you know, so that's why I was looking at him, you know. Yeah, I, t- um, I, I totally understand. I mean, I think that that's fair, Mike, and, you know, I think the Bears are, are – listen, we can only hope that the Carolina Panthers continue to lose so that that way, <clears throat> if we liked what Ryan Poles did with the number one pick last year, you just hope that, you know, he can work his magic this year because who, who is it right now? Let's go look at the standings before I play this Eberflus audio. So, right now, New England has two wins, and Arizona has two wins. New England, man, I got to be honest. I was so disappointed in them. I watched that game, and they they most certainly, they, like, they tied the game, or they could have tied the game at the end with the missed field goal, but they got so conservative in that last drive, maybe, like, the last six plays, but they were just running the ball, and they're like, yeah, we're straight with overtime. And I'm thinking to myself, throw it in the end zone, get a victory. I'm trying to get the New England Patriots one game further away from 
the Carolina Panthers, and they just they they blew the game, and I and I, I couldn't believe. It. I don't know Bill Belichick was pissed, but they shouldn't even have been in that position to begin with. They should have, you know, tried to put score a touchdown. Bailey Zappi, you put him in there for a reason. Let him cook. Anyways, that game was upsetting to me. Um, and then you have the Carolina or the Arizona Cardinals, who, you know, they their schedule that's remaining isn't necessarily the they got pit. Oh my god. Yeah, they're going to lose a lot of games. They got Pittsburgh coming up next. That's a winnable game, though. I might bet that one for them to win. Then they go on to buy. Then they face San Francisco. Mm. Then they play the Bears. Huh? Mm. Can the Bears help out their own cause by losing to the Arizona Cardinals? That would be smart. Um, then they face Philly and then Seattle. They got a tough schedule ahead. So they're not winning any game. I mean, they you know the Bears are their best shot at winning another game. The Bears and then Pittsburgh. And then when you're looking at New England and where they stand with their remaining schedule, we're looking at this so that we can see the Bears are a lock to get this number one pick. Chargers. Hmm? Hmm? They're not going to beat the Chargers. Pittsburgh, Kansas City, Denver, Buffalo, and then the Jets. Last game of the season, blowing it by beating the Jets. That'll be great. I'd love that. But the, but the Bears look pretty good right now, holding on to that Carolina Panther position. Uh, to get that number one pick, which is so coveted. And hopefully they can – it all depends on who's number two. If they can trade from one to two, that'll be my ideal situation. Trade from one to two. Get it all. Get some more picks. More picks, more picks, more picks. All right, let's hear from the man who may or may not be coaching these picks next year, and that is Coach Eberflus. Um, I was disappointed at the, ch- at the challenge late, uh, early in the fourth quarter. It almost came back to bite him in the tail, uh, but let's hear what he had to say following the Bears' victory against the Vikings, twelve to ten. Okay, good evening, everyone. Uh, so, just uh, in there with the players, uh, obviously very excited about the victory. Um, you know, the way we finished, um, you know, the last part of it uh, was good, good complimentary football, three and out by the defense, and then taking it down there, um, the two-minute drive to set us in the field goal range. Um, you know, and then you know, kneeling, kneeling, and then making them use their timeouts and then kicking it uh, uh, for the winner. You know, and we utilize that that uh, defense. I mean, we've used it a bunch of different times, that last play defense that you have where you, you're back all the way like that. And um, the guys did a good job executing that as well. So um, starting off the game, you know, I thought we started off strong, you know, in terms of drives, you know, moving the ball down the field. Uh, just didn't capitalize. You obviously missed that long field goal um, there. But it was I think it was nine minutes. And Justin started eight for eight, I believe. Uh, which is really good. And then obviously the takeaways by the defense. Um, you know, we had uh, a punt on the first series and then we intercept the last, the next two. And uh, that's good focus and concentration by those guys. And we've been working really hard um, during the course of the week of taking the ball away. And uh, that's starting to pay off for us. Um, so I thought the first half, you know, ended well there. Just uh, I thought too many penalties um, put us behind the stick sometimes with some opportunities. Um, you know, during that time, you know, obviously the, the Carla Gordon, you know, the penalty that we had, that we had at midfield and just backing us up. Um, and then we ended up not stalling out on some penalties on offense on that one. So that was probably the most disappointing thing in the first half. Um, but the uh, second half came out. I thought the uh, defense came out ready to play, you know, was it was a three and out. They had a couple interceptions right after that. And then, uh, you know, the touchdown by them was, uh, you know, it's good execution by them. Uh, we got to do a little bit better job on a couple instances there um, in our execution um, on defense. But uh, overall, I thought the defense played stout all day, and uh, it was good. Um, most proud of the guys, the way they finished. 
Um, the way we worked on finishing, you know, as a result from last week, um, I think it was, uh, it was really good for the guys to see that and, uh, and uh, go into the bye week. And uh, going into the bye week pretty healthy, which is good. Uh, we'll get the guys to be off the whole week, and then we'll work into, we'll bring them back in the following Monday. Um, and we'll do a light walkthrough there and uh, get them checked up and checked in and all that. So with that, open up to questions. Yeah, it was, it was, you know, you need that, you know, in that moment you need it. You know, we only really needed 15, you know, 18 yards to make it nice, uh, you know, in terms of our kick line there. But, uh, you know, obviously when you get that big chunk there, it kind of seals the deal there. And, uh, you know, DJ runs a, a beautiful one cut. He's a great route runner, you know, and, you know, the way he played today, the way he took a lot of those short passes, you know, and, you know, take them for eight, nine yards at a time. And those aren't easy. You know, and he's a, he's a heck of an athlete and a better teammate. Matt, what went into the decision to go for it on fourth and ten at the midnight half or so? And then not go for it on fourth and three at their set? Yeah, it's where you are in the, in the game, right? So, you know, at the fourth and ten from the 38, we were outside our kick line there. So, you know, you, you're just ultra aggressive there because you're, you feel good how your defense is playing. You know, if you don't get it, where the ball sits for them. Um, so we felt good there. And then uh, obviously down there, that's points. And uh, you want to capitalize on points. And as the game went on, obviously the points were at a premium there. You knew it was going to be a low score. And, uh, you know, field, field goal meant something, um, you know, in this game. Matt, what are your concerns about the offense overall? I know it ended well, but to get four takeaways and only get up to 12 points, uh, hopefully two in the red zone. Yeah, you know, uh, obviously we would like to capitalize on those, right? And that's what momentum is. You know, when you get those takeaways, um, on defense, you know, momentum is created there. And the, the momentum is either finished there by the defense returning it, you know, into a scoring zone or scoring themselves, um, or the offense getting that takeaway and then moving it into a scoring zone. And we have to do a better job of that. You know, we have to capitalize on those. And, uh, you know, that's a big, going to be a big part of our success going forward. It's good, you know, and I've been part of some good ones, uh, you know, 30 plus a few times. And, you know, it's, 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 you know, defense creates momentum in a lot of different ways, you know, and they do it through third down stops. They do it through, you know, big hits uh, and they do it through taking the ball away. And uh, that's what we always preach to the guys. And they did, they did all three things today. Yeah, first you talk about what hash, you know, that's that's the big part of it. And then, you know, they had two, you know, so they're going to burn the two, you know, and then you figure out what the, what the time is after that. And, uh, you know, you do your kneeling, you know, rather than run the ball, you know, you want to kneel it uh, because it's a safer play. Um, no reason to. And then uh, we knew they have 10 seconds after the kick. So it was a good operation. Just his practice, what he's been doing um, in practice, and he's you know obviously having uh, uh, Foreman out um, certainly played a big part of that. Um, but again, he put his best foot forward, you know, and that's always an opportunity that a guy has when a guy goes down and another guy steps up. And uh, I thought he did a nice job. I thought he did a really good job of like you know working in the open space, you know. And Justin needs to be commended for that because he's worked on that a lot, you know, getting his eyes down the field. And you certainly saw that early in the game, um, 
you know, with Roshan, you know, uh, you know, seeing that and then make, making some big chunk yards there. And I think that's a really good way to do it because when you got a quarterback that can run like that, you know, then you can, you know, obviously you can dent the defense pretty good there uh, on those. Yeah, I mean, you got all those guys up and they're all a threat to come, right? So you have to be, you know, mindful of that. And you have to have a ways to uh, get the ball in the perimeter or into the second level, you know, of, of the field. And, uh, you know, we didn't hit some of those today, uh, but we're certainly looking uh, to get more, more of those. Yeah, I really, I really didn't get a full explanation on that. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, you know, uh, curious to see uh, what they do say about that. Um, but uh, you know, clearly his face mask was off, and you know that all. all you know, we we pleaded our case; it just didn't work out. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a very important. Um, obviously, our, our goal is to win the division, and and uh, but more importantly, I believe it's the way we finished. Um, I think that's going to be more lasting um, going going into these next ball games. And uh, you know, like I said, the proof's right there. We've been doing a lot of good things um, on offense, defense, and kicking, and it's good to win a tight one like this. You know, where we had some adversity at the end, I had to pull through that adversity with those two fumbles and come together with the last defensive series and the last offensive two-minute drive. Yeah, I mean, they're you know what they're going to do, right? It was run, run, right? And then they, they threw the ball to the perimeter, and TJ made a great play. I mean, that was just an outstanding play uh, by him. He's And he's played well all year, but, man, he played good tonight too. Uh, he makes a lot of impactful plays. That one that one stop on the, the fourth down stop, I believe it was, or third down stop um, you know, on their sideline, that was a really good play too. So he just continues to play his tail off. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. That was really good. That was really good. And, uh, you know, the execution, the blocking, I think Justin operated there. We got this the look we needed, uh, we wanted there. And uh, Cole did an awesome job of, of working himself open into the space. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. It was like, then it was third and 21. You know, then, then it was fourth and 10. So there was, you know, but uh, uh, good job by the offense on that one. Um, no, I didn't have a thought on that. Now with Justin having the, the two fumbles, and, and obviously he's had these challenges and struggles in the end of the fourth quarter, what does it mean for the team and for him just to see him make that play at TJ? Yeah, I didn't see the second fumble. I, I know that he had two hands on the one. And I think it was just a good play by the defensive end. You know, he was trying to evade and get into the open space, and he had two hands on that one. I didn't see the second one, um, but it means a lot. You know, for him to be able to come back from that, you know, and then seal the deal with that great in cut that he threw uh, to DJ. And even prior to that, there was a lot of good things, a lot of good, you know, no sacks, you know, in that moment, being able to throw the ball away, you know, evade the rush, you know, when guys were not open. Um, and again, we'll look at the tape and see how we can get better, you know, as we will all of us. You know, we can get better from this performance. You know, when we're going to lose, we can always get better. And we want to do that with this one. Yeah, this defense that's rocky and early in the season. What's allowed you guys to have the kind of growth where the defense is making the plays to win these games? Yeah, it's just coming together. You know, I think we had some injuries uh, early on. Um, you know, that's it's not not acceptable to make an excuse, but we had injuries, 
And, uh, you know, so we had, didn't have the continuity we wanted during training camp because of those injuries. And I think, you know, after the, you know, the third, you know, the fourth game, I think it kind of, we got healthy and the guys started playing together, um, you know, had some continuity there. And, you know, you can feel it, you know, as the guys, the momentum keeps growing and growing with those guys. And, and uh, they certainly are exciting to watch. Yeah. Good. Yeah, he made he made good tackles. I thought he was strong. Um, you know, of course they're going to go at him. You know, the, he's a rookie and he's a new starter in there. You know, so they did, they certainly did that. And Bojack did a good job of playing over the top on that one. We, that was a, we pressured on that one on the first play, and and Bojack did a good job of of, of seeing that and playing over the top. Pat, what was the decision to have a lot of the plays being called behind the line of scrimmage or right at the line of scrimmage? You don't you're, on our offense. You're saying. Yeah, it's just the pressure, the, the looks that they give you and the pressure that they give you, six men up, seven men up, they're all threatening uh, right there. And you can decide to do a couple of different things. You know, you can spit the ball to the perimeter or you can max it up and, you know, and have a two-man route, you know, and, and uh, you know, try to see if you can get it done that way. So um, there's a bunch of different ways you can do it. Um, you know, when you get the ball to DJ on the perimeter, you know, he, he makes, it, makes some things happen. I think it's always a good thing, but uh, we'll look at it. You know, we'll see how we can improve for next time, and uh, and we'll see what we can do. All right. You guys have a good evening. Coach Eberflus talking right there to the press after the game. Bears defeat the Minnesota Vikings 12-10. to uh, It's a barn burner, man. Cairo Santos getting his work, getting his money's worth. Came and missed the first field goal of the day on the first drive where Justin Fields certainly looked like a top-10 quarterback in the first half of the drive. Second half of the drive, he reminded you why he – wasn't quite there yet, uh, and resulted in a missed field goal. But then Bears got the ball back again, uh, make a nice drive down the field. I had some issue with the play calling uh, as they got in the in the uh, red zone. Not once did Justin Fields just toss it up to somebody, you know, in the back of the back corner, or, you know, a place where only your, your your guy can get it. Never did anything like that. That that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. But it ultimately ended up in another field goal, and then you know just went back and forth until the. Vikings put a touchdown on the board, you know, uh, you know, late in the uh, late in the game, and then the Bears were fortunate to come back. Justin Fields, uh, after you know a fumble or two, uh, was able to bring the Bears back and uh, get that put him in field goal range. But a nice throw, thirty-six yard dime to DJ Moore, uh, who was able to find a soft spot in that in that zone coverage. Uh, but I'm gonna be hanging out with you guys for another hour. So the question I have for you is this, and and, and I've had a couple, right, and. Because I've been, I was going to go with is Marvin Harrison Jr. the answer, because it seems like a lot of people are on board with that, which is odd because you know you hear so many people talking about shoring up the lines, but then it's like, yeah, but he's so good, you just got to draft him anyway, Gabe. Um, but I want to lean on the people that are anti Justin Fields. We've had a lot of of su- Justin Fields supporters all night, people that have been saying he got untapped potential. We just he needs more, Gabe, more. It's like that Kobe Bryant commercial, more. What does Justin Fields need? More. More receivers? More receivers. <laughs> I'm giving you everything I got, Mr. Bryant. Justin Fields needs more. But no, I, I want to I hear from the haters, the ones that, that are, that are some of them that are texting in and saying that Justin Fields isn't the guy. All right? I want to hear from, from you after a performance like last night. You know, does that change your opinion at all? 312-644-6767. My, my, 
My Justin Fields haters, where you at? I just want to hear from you. Check in. Check the pulse. How you feeling right now? Uh, and I'll take your calls and I'll give you some more updates after this. It's Gabe Ramirez on a Plumbers 911 Football Monday right here on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 